Hello there. Don't be alarmed. We're just preparing your listening device for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. We do this, of course, by filling the radio with water. Don't worry. We're professionals. Thanks to me, you won't even get wet. You see, I've crammed every appendage of my body into the cracks and crevices of your radio, ensuring an airtight seal. By the way, don't touch your on-off knob. That's a very sensitive area. Anyway, I should remind you, we believe in the buddy system just like diving, so don't listen alone. Call your buddy and tell them that Scuba Radio is about to begin. We're going to start a new life under the sea. So, uh, am I going to drown? Of course not. Just stay calm and let the gentle currents relax your every muscle. Under the sea. Under the sea. Did it just get warmer? There'll be no accusations. Just friendly crustaceans under the sea. Where the hell are the sharks? And now, here's your dive guide for Scuba Radio, Greg the Dive Master. And welcome to Hour 2 of the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master. Thanks for joining us on YouTube, Facebook, Live, and Twitch if you uh, are so inclined to watch us. Otherwise, enjoy the podcast and the listening experience on a station near you as we uh, continue to celebrate the joy of diving. That's just what we do. Now, we mentioned this uh, statue that's being uh, placed off the coast of, I believe, Pompano Beach, Florida. We're going to get the lowdown on it specifically right now with the man himself, Captain Cocktail, as you know and love. Some people know him as that, as we do. But you may know him as Jeff Turode from South Florida Diving Headquarters, and he's with us on the phone. Jeff, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Greg, what's going on, man? Yeah. What? We're getting ready to do it again. Yes. So so tell us, that first off, this is a robot diver statue, right? Is that the right description? Yeah. Just, so, to, just to give your listeners a background real quick, you know, the Lady Luck, when we sank it, we put receivers all over it so that... Uh, yearly or bi-yearly, we could go back and put uh, artwork on the wreck. Uh-huh. We've done, okay. as you know, we've done the treasure chest. We did um, the uh, sea octopus, from, yeah, uh, yeah, and all that stuff. So now, every year they or every uh, year they commission an art through the city, and then the art committee picks a winner yeah. of a creative idea, and then they build it. And then we display it at our beach pavilion for a year for people to see. Right. And then we sink it on the wreck. Well, we've taken it a little further now. We've got the city to bring it over to our shop out front so the divers can take their photographs with it now before it goes down. And the idea is to have some fun trying to recreate that same photograph underwater. Gotcha. Okay. Which is a lot of fun. And what he is, is it's, it's called... Uh, Mikan H2O. He's a big robot, seven foot robot with a commercial diving helmet on it. This nice. guy, he's the fifth one he's done. He's done, and this is the smallest one. Yeah. The artist's name is Tyler Fuquay. If anybody wants to look him up, it's F U Q U A Creations, Tyler Fuquay. And he's done them all over the United States, and it's an amazing piece of art. Yeah, it, really it kind of looks like something you would see on uh, Star Wars in a Star yeah. Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's built so that the fish can swim in and out of it, uh-huh. and in, in in the helmet. So you could literally take a picture of a fish inside the helmet, looking back at you. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be an interesting piece of artwork on the ship um, that will you know be part of the fish habitat that we've created there already. I like it. So yeah. so it's going to be yeah. mounted like to the uh, you know to the platform there of the of the uh, wreck. 
Yeah, we've itself? got a spot on the stern. On the stern, okay. On the stern area, the uh, the ship we've cleared off one of the the receivers. It will go down over that receiver, and then we'll drill holes underwater through the deck because the bottom plane has to be drilled and, and all threaded down. But this thing is extremely beefy. I mean, you you look at with an anchor, it's going to destroy your anchor probably more yeah. likely. Well, nice. I mean, it, it, it's a really cool, and he's got a stainless steel Trident uh, staff in one hand, and he's got a like a robot hand in the on the other. Right so, now, the uh, picture that you uh, sent us, we'll try, we'll try to get that up at scubaradio.com, But it had a uh, tickle stick and a net with it. But you just added that for for uh, lobster season, I assume, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a, a little play on uh, the photo contest thing, you know. So, yeah. Well, here's a suggestion. I, I would say, why don't you take a robo diver down there, mount him to the shipwreck, and put a net and a tickle stick in his hand, and then people can come down there during lobster season, use it, and when they're done, uh, hand it back off to robo diver and, and finish her dive. <laughs> You're such a forward thinker. I yeah, mean, really well, fun. I got a million of them. Uh, all of them are usually pretty bad, but uh, you know. By the way, who knows? Uh, if if anybody's in, we got till the twelfth, which is next Wednesday. You can stop by this weekend or come down if you can, and then um, you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and then all you have to do is tag us once you take the picture, and then we're gonna uh, put all the pictures up at the end. It ends on August twenty seventh. Yeah, and there's categories for just the land photo, just the sea photo, or the land and sea combo photo, which is really the one we're looking for. Uh huh. And then we're going to have uh, a voting on social media for the best one, and give away some prizes, and have a oh, nice. big party in the sands on August thirtieth. Okay. So, All right. Well, yeah, so it's gonna is this gonna culminate then with uh like lobster mini season? Then I guess is what you're thinking, right? Won't it? Well, it'd be. No, it'd be past that in August. Oh, August. That's right. I'm thinking. August. Yeah, August. Yeah, that's no. July, right? Okay, gotcha. No. We're gonna give everybody give more time. time to get down and get down and dive it, you know, and get their yeah. picture with him. Gotcha. Um, and, and once again, the name of uh, what, what what did he name it? Because it does R two D two what? <laughs> yeah, no, it's Mecan, which is spelled M E C H A N H two O. Mecan H two O is the name of this yeah. robot looking diver thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love That's it. Really cool. Yeah. Now let's talk about mini season. Now we're not doing bug fest per se like we've done in the past, but you're going to do one just in Pompano, right? Is that the plan? Yeah. That's that's correct. I've got enlisted the help of uh, um, a gentleman that's uh, new into the um, lobster snare business, and he's a good friends with Chiefy, yeah. which everybody knows. Right. And they've created some new lobster equipment. So he's kind of running it with, along with Mike, um, what I can do. I don't have a ton of details, unfortunately, in front of me. Yeah. But if you go, um, I'm sure, on SouthFloridaDiving.com and go to Bug Fest and special events. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I think it's uh, you can get all the information you need from there. But it's a one-day event um, on Wednesday, and culminating with a weigh-in from, I think it's 4 to 7 on um, Wednesday, and then a, a party after that, awards party after that. So, very well, simple this year. There you go. And, uh, all right. Well, CJ, uh, CJ and Jerry and Barry got a plan now. There you go. You guys yeah. can go cover that base. Now you know what to do. So Because they were bugging online. me. Yeah, literally. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. they were bugging you, huh? Right. No pun intended. Yes. Yeah. No, it was intended. <laughs> Very bad one. But, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, we, we will see how that uh, unfolds. But, yeah, we wish you the best yeah. with that. And uh, maybe we'll send some of our uh, uh, diver peoples down yeah. there to cover that base and the, uh, pick uh, up some bugs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your off-site reporters. Right. Exactly. Over to you, Barry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, yes, Barry. Yes, sir, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Are you going to go then, Barry? What do you think? Uh, if he wants me, sure. Oh, he has to want you. Well, this ain't no cheap trick I better that. go drink yeah, some more You shouldn't Jeff Really really shouldn't Alright well uh, but everything else has been going good Like uh, a good dive in this weekend Fourth of July went really well Even though it's warm Water's nice and cool right It was spectacular We had yeah. calm I mean it's been a really calm summer so far Not calm right. wood Yeah Yeah um, we do. We've had some storms in the afternoon, the last couple of days, but that's kind of normal. But right. uh, yeah, it's been great conditions. The fire, the diving fireworks was sold out. I mean, it, it was an unbelievable show too. So yeah, everything's going good. All Let's right, get some lobster. Let, let, let set it up. Yeah, it's the last week yeah. of uh, July. Uh, Florida yeah. lobster mini season. Uh, go uh, yeah. SouthFloridaDiving.com. Connect with Jeff and the gang and get your picture taken with Robo Diver and. Bag you some bugs. Doesn't get much better than that. So uh, there you go. Thanks for the update, Jeff. Appreciate it, my friend. You got it. Always good to talk to you guys. See you soon. There you go. All right, Captain Cocktail, making it happen. And we got more coming up on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. This is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. Power, simplicity, reliability. It's what you demand of your dive computer, and Shearwater delivers. Shearwater evolved out of one tech diver's need for a reliable, easy-to-use rebreather dive computer and quickly became the tech market leader. Now recreational divers have taken notice. The Shearwater Terek is the best, most intuitive, and reliable wristwatch-sized dive computer on the market. Check it out in the entire line at Shearwater.com. Shearwater, dive computers for demanding divers. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top down at Explorer Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explorer Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explorer Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explorer Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explorer Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Saba St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, Humpback Whales, and the Silver Banks, new destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explorer Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1-800-322-3577. That's 1-800-322-3577. Or visit ExploreVentures.com. That's ExploreVentures.com. Scuba action star Mike Scott is back in a new audiobook, Cayman Cowboys, Reefs Under Pressure. From author Eric Douglas comes the one that started it all. Listen as Mike deals with submarines, kidnapping, betrayal, and more. He didn't even have fins or a mask to let him see in the water. 
He was going to be slow and blind. If it weren't for the float, he knew there would be no way he would ever make it to the surface. Download Cayman Cowboys or Oil and Water, Return to Cayman, Turks and Chaos, and Lionfish at Amazon, BooksbyEric.com, and Audible.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I want to catch the oldest lobster on the planet. I want to look in the magnificent eyes of this beast. Say, oh my God, you're magnificent. It's sexy lobster time, sexy lobster time, it's sexy lobster time. Who's a sexy lobster? I'm a sexy lobster. You a sexy lobster? You ain't no sexy lobster. Yeah, I'm the only sexy lobster around here. Ain't no room for more than one sexy lobster in here. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving and sexy lobster. Uh, just a few weeks away from the opening of Florida spiny lobster season. And uh, you have to become one with the lobster if you want to catch them. It's a whole thing. That's why we have Barry the Bugger. You know, he uh, he connects with the lobsters on a spiritual level sometimes. And uh, it, it does make you feel awkward it's when you're around him on the dive boat. Right now. Yeah. But, uh, but, but you know, you, you kind of have to do that. I learned from watching Barry in my early days. You did? Yeah. When I was new... To, uh, when you were nude? Catching lobsters. When you were nude? New. Oh, new. I'm sorry. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> He's getting old. He needs hearing aids. Okay. And uh, uh, I would watch Barry, and he would just, he, he'd he always spot him. He'd right. always be up ahead of me. You got to lower your heartbeat. You, you know, get, uh, you know, lower your breathing pace and everything. And yeah. Calm yeah. down, and they'll walk right out to you. They'll walk right up your arm if I you're, just gotta if know you're where really to look. In, t- in tune with the uh, lobster. And yeah, you gotta look. You gotta look for the antennas. You gotta stick your hand in a crack. No, and you might not no, get it no. back if it's the wrong critter in crack there. Crack attack. And, so, and if you have a flashlight, they will come mm. out to the light. Yeah, they come to the light. Is that what they you're saying? To, they that, come to the light. Uh, yep. Are you saying that uh, you know, like telepathically? Not the last time uh, to I the lobster, down. Barry. When you're you not, know you're Barry. You notice I always have a flashlight with me, and you're like, come to the light. Come to the light. You just come to the light. The light little lobster. They come out to you. Okay. Picked uh, over. Unless I'm terrified. I'm yeah, terrified. well, you should be, Rachel. I, 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 I think. tried it, and I admire all of you guys so much because really? literally it creeps me out beyond, uh, I can't well, do it. Well, we, we <laughs> creep you out. Oh, I thought, oh. The oh, lobsters. Lobsters. Okay, oh, good. Oh, good. No, the lobsters. Yes. Rachel, keep oh, going. Like I have tried. Right? The yeah. legs, and they're just so jumpy. And then the idea of putting them on me, like, oh, no, you just pick it up and put it on you. Yeah, you, know, it looks you don't like put a it on you. You put it in the bag. Absolutely not. Really? So you, you look at lobster <laughs> like giant roaches. Is okay. what, uh, yeah. She's thinking of the movie Aliens. Yeah. No, I think it was Men in Black. Okay, That's well, that, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they do have remember, an alien. Remember the thing that went up, like, yeah. the water? Well, right. The water cooler? Wait, yeah. wait. wait. She uh, she works at the aquarium. Uh, Mermaid Rachel does the aquarium of, in the Pacific the in lobster? Long Beach, California. Yeah, 
Yes. They, they have California yes, I have lobster, a don't they? Experience that only confirms my disapproval for uh, lobsters on me. Yeah, I well, like looking at them. I don't, and I I love a lobster taco. Yeah, well, I make uh, a point. You, you well go the ahead. Florida, the Florida lobsters don't have claws, Rachel. That's right. They can't. What can't incident you? did you happen uh, happen to have with a lobster in the California? Main ones, I'll get you. <laughs> Well, at the aquarium? Yeah, so, did you? Um, I was in this one tank called Amber Forest. It's on okay. the first level. Yeah. It's actually now been remodeled to be called Casino Point, which is the famous site off Catalina. Okay, anyway, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, grand opening. So there's right. a plug for the aquarium. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, anyway, so I was in this tank. I was feeding a whole bunch of the eels. Uh, this tank is just known for having probably about 20 eels in all the holes, and we have to feed them individually, target Okay, feeding. sure. So that's uncomfortable in the first place. But nobody told me that there was a massive, probably 50-year-old lobster in the exhibit. Wow. And so I'm, okay. like, on my knees in front of this big window, and everyone's watching, and there's, like, eels. And I'm trying to feed. Yeah. And then I feel something crawl up my side. <laughs> no way. Uh, crawling up my side. And I can't see it because I can't look down very yeah. well because, you know, my peripherals. And then all of a sudden I see the tentacle and I, my heart stops. My heart stops. Wow. I'm, I'm, Wait, happy. Crabs I'm don't so have... glad I didn't <laughs> drop the bucket. Lobsters don't have tentacles. Well, no, she's talking about the antennas. The antennas. antennas. Sorry. That's okay. I, I knew what she meant. I talk Californian. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was was in the story. Anywho. So So, so it just creeped out that uh, the lobster crawled up on you like that. Yeah. I mean, that's not normal. I mean, uh, it just goes to show how professional she is because the the lobster there in the tank felt that she was uh, so relaxed. It was comfortable to crawl right right up on it. You don't do that unless you're breathing really slow, calm, and maybe you have food. I don't know. Maybe that helps in an aquarium kind of thing. But uh, but it wasn't as good for for you as it was for the lobster because the lobster was like ah oh, get my freak he on the mermaid Rachel there you didn't he oh did you didn't get the food, food. No, you're like not. oh oh get the hell off me no reward no uh, reward for that behavior wow <laughs> okay okay well you know I'm just glad we have Rachel back with us today because you know we we have not had her on Scuba Radio since we cut her in half. Oh, and that's here right. she is. So she did. I can't see. I only see one half of her right now on our on uh, YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch. And maybe that's a good thing. The scars have all healed, though, right? Since we cut you in half well. to open I the. Wish I, had a sh- I wish I had a shoe, Andy. Just the. Ooh. <laughs> <A> sh- <laughs> um, no. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm happy, healthy. It was quite an interesting experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It was. It was great for us, Rachel. We loved the fact that you risked your life in front of us, in front of a massive crowd there at the opening of the scuba show in Long Beach. But was it as uh, good for us as it was for you, is the question. Because you don't sound real like, I don't know what I got myself into. But you (laughs) you achieved it. So don't you feel like you accomplished something, like a bucket list item? I I certainly do. It was definitely, it took some, it took, yeah, it was, it took practice. It was. It was kind of scary, and it was there was just so much adrenaline pumping through my body. I kind of like once it happened, I totally forgot that it did in yeah, a way. Right. And so I can't imagine doing that on like a bigger stage. 
I would pass out. It was, uh, well, it was, it was you did crazy. great. So yeah, it was really impressive. I mean, the blades that cut through the box that chopped you in half, they were, they were shiny the box and sharp. Was so small. Yeah. The box was so small. And, uh, it, you know, it sounds like she's still traumatized. Well, wouldn't you be? I mean, you know, I mean, so the, she's now fearful of boxes and lobsters. See, here's the advantage mermaid Rachel had. If we would have cut, uh, Jerry the diver guy or Barry, the bugger in half, we wouldn't have put them back together. But uh, <laughs> Rachel is special, and she, you know, she works at the aquarium. She has a gig. She has to, you know, she has to take care of their lobster, obviously, mm-hmm. among other things. And uh, you know, it's a, it's a thing. But I'm glad she survived, and she was a great sport about it. She performed amazingly well. And uh, we're going to talk about some of the diving she's up to out there on the left coast with Vinny Two Tanks next on the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Come as a guest, leave as a friend. It's a philosophy that comes from the top-down at Explore Ventures Liveaboards. It doesn't matter if you're traveling solo with a buddy or group. Explore Ventures does the liveaboard dive experience right. For proof, no Explore Ventures has one of the best repeat customer stats in the dive industry. They're also the official liveaboard company of Scuba Radio. You've likely heard us talk about Explore Ventures Scuba Radio Scuba Cruise trips many times, and we invite you to join us on the next one. However, whether we're on board with you or not, I'll bet an Explore Ventures Liveaboard trip will be one of the best dive experiences you've ever had. It just doesn't get any better. Save us St. Kitts, Turks and Caicos, the Galapagos, Maldives, Indonesia, humpback whales, and the Silver Banks. New destinations and itineraries are being added all the time. Call one of their talented travel consultants to find the Explore Ventures Liveaboard experience that's just right for you. 1 800 322 3577. That's 1 800 322 3577. Or visit exploreventures.com. That's exploreventures.com. <laughs> surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. These people sound like they're yodeling underwater. This is the world's first radio show devoted to diving. I am Greg the Dive Master CJ in the studio with me. Scuba Radio Scuba Squad connected via the web. Barry the Bugger, Jerry the Diver Guy, Vinny Two Tanks, Mermaid Kristen, and also we have uh, Mermaid Rachel, uh, Rachel Cushman, the magical mermaid that we cut in half uh, to open the scuba show. She's also the Diver of the Week today, brought to you by the Shearwater Peregrine and Bark on Your Adventure. So congratulations, uh, Rachel, on that. And uh, by the way, other mermaid news. Thank uh, you. I'm honored. You know, the Mer People show that we were talking about a few weeks ago uh, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, there was a mermaid missing from that show, uh, Marina the Fire-Eating Mermaid, who has the rec bar gig uh, down there in Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Saw a uh, thing on uh, Facebook this week. Where the reason she wasn't on it, they actually did film her, I guess, for the Mer People uh, Netflix show, but they ended up not using it. 
according to her, it was because she wasn't uh, dramatic enough or something. Who knows? But she had another side gig going on, and evidently they've filmed a documentary just about her uh, being a fire-eating mermaid. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's uh, evidently going to make the rounds through all the film festivals uh, over the next few months, and then it'll you know maybe show up in a theater near you. But there was a trailer that got released, I think, just uh, right after the 4th of July holiday. And it looks interesting because, you know, Marina, we've had her on Scuba Radio before. She's quite accomplished. She has quite the gig down there at the rec bar. If you haven't seen it, it's down there. I forget what what is the, the hotel name, Barry. It's right down there in your neck of the woods. What is that bar? It's, I'm trying to. It's it used to be the bar, Sheridan. But now it's uh, it, it, something else. It had else. another name because it's shaped like a ship, and I'm trying to think of the name. I'll find out for you. Well, it's uh, you just look up the rec bar, can't you? you yeah, exactly. Find well, that's like, true. Yeah, the yeah. rec bar is the name of the bar inside the hotel. Yeah, and they and put then on, they have uh, windows that open up shows. to the swimming pool. Right, right. So you can Port see it from there. They call it the B Oceans Resort. There you now. go. That's what it is now. It used to be the Yang, uh, Sheridan Yankee, Yankee Clipper. Clipper. That's what Years it was. Years ago, right. Yes. But now it's the B, what, B something? The B Oceans Resort. Yeah, and so uh, I think it's like every Friday, Saturday, she does a show down there, and they have actually a burlesque underwater show, too. She gets quite colorful. <laughs> She's oh, yeah, they got they got plenty thing. of parking. It's yeah. a nice hotel. And it's, it's right on the water. But it, but it's a neat show that she does. But she does yeah. all kinds of tiki uh, things. Uh, she's a, believe it or not, she's a pilot and a wing walker on top of everything else she does. So she's one of those girls that actually goes out on a biplane and walks out on the wing and hangs from it. I, I've seen mm-hmm. pictures. We talked to her about her on on our airplane show, Just Plane Radio, before, too. So she's quite a, quite a interesting character. And uh, probably well-deserving of her own documentary. So that's why she wasn't on Merm People. And we'll see what happens with her her, you know, her own little thing. When does that come out? Well, it's going to make the rounds of the film festivals, I guess, over the next, you know, few weeks or months. And then, you know, one of the... So fall, probably. Yeah, yeah. It'll pop up eventually where you'll be able to see it. I'd watch that. But you might, you might be able to do a search online for Marina, the fire-eating mermaid. I've and maybe seen, the trailer will I've pop up. I've seen the show there. But I didn't see her eat the fire. Yes. Well, yeah, I don't know. She eats fire, I guess. I mean, must. I mean, that's her. But you haven't seen her eat fire. I have not seen her eat fire. I've only seen her play mermaid. And I've seen her beat on drums. And I've seen pictures of her hanging from airplanes. She beats on drums? Yeah. like like She's like one of those, uh, I don't know, tribal drum beater people. I got some drums she could beat on. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's not a euphemism, right? No. Okay, just checking. I've literally got drums. Oh, that's right. In my drum room. Oh, Cock Johnson is a drummer uh, when he's not diving. Do a duet. Yeah, don't you up. remember in Fiji where he and the Fijian guy and Jerry started in the store just like going at it on a, like one you of the start going at it, all oh, right. Yeah, the log drum, yeah. Oh, that. that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember that too. Okay. We weren't supposed to mention that, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> No, Fair that's, enough. that's fine. All right. Well, uh, Rick, I got to play it, but I didn't have to buy it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but but you we brought we you brought a wooden drum home. Didn't I got you? a little one. Yeah, yeah, I got a little souvenir one. Right. I was more into the. I wanted to get the big wooden shark that I. Yeah, true. Found it. Right. Souvenirs are always a tough thing to figure <laughs> to navigate. I want to make sure I can get it home but, on uh, the plane. <laughs> right. But uh, Rachel, let's go back to you. Because uh, you were a little late to the party today, which is fine. We're glad you're uh, you're with us. But we were asking earlier on the show, like, at what point do you start drying out as a diver? 
I mean, you're diving every week because you got to work at the aquarium, I assume, right? But after yeah. a week, oh, you're not getting in the water that much? You can assume that because it sounds cool, but truthfully, I'm actually overseeing the people that are getting that are getting in the water. I get in the water seldomly. Really? So, I'm, so I mean, truthfully, maybe like once a month. Sometimes, like a few times a month. Yeah. But truthfully, like that's Greg. the kind of when people are like, "Oh, you're in the water all the time," and we're usually like, "Yeah." But right. In truth. Since well, we're here and you're talking about it. you suffer <laughs> yeah. uh, from uh, diving withdrawals like the rest of us. I mean, what is that time frame where you go, man, you know, it's been like two weeks since I've been in the water. I am going crazy. Yeah, does that happen to you or no? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. I am. I can go longer periods without it because I'm kind of just submerged in it. Yeah. Like just and that's and I, I love the I like I love the industry just as much as I love being underwater. Right. And so I just I love the doohickeys. I love the fixings. I love the organizing, all of the cool stuff. I yeah. like the books, catalogs. Looking through catalogs is just like so much fun. <laughs> really? Just like dive catalogs of stuff that oh, yeah. you want to take on your next uh, Oh yeah. Dive like trip. give me the trident book in an hour and I'm totally pacified. Wow. I used to do that when I worked at the dive shops. It really? was like the best. Uh-huh. I feel you on that. I just, I don't know. Like some, it, for, it's just, I like, I like the toys. I, again, I like fixing things too. And so, yeah. and the people are fun. And so, and so sometimes, you know, getting in the water is, is hard. And I, though I love doing it, it's uncomfortable and it's hard mm-hmm. and it takes certain sacrifices to do. And so sometimes it's okay that I am not in the water all the time, but yeah. I, but I'm lucky enough to be around it. And so, well, I was going to say when you're in an aquarium, like uh, aquarium of the, of the Pacific, you're walking down the hallway and you see, you know, these great underwater scenes like casino point that, that the one uh, exhibit right there, you know, I, yeah. that, that would almost feel like you're diving. That kind of, yeah. you know, keeps you close to it yeah. in that sense. So I, I get that. But, uh, but you, but do you have a, a a fixed time that you start to go a little crazy? Like you know what? I've seen it enough. I got to get back in the water. And in that case, what would you do? Run over to Catalina, or would you just go off the coast of California, or you'd schedule a trip on a plane and go, or you'd not have a plan. You just go with the flow. <laughs> oh gosh, there's um, there's so many things. Honestly, it would probably be about maybe about three. In about three weeks, I start getting kind of itchy. Okay. Like I start getting, and then I usually will try to figure out when I can go in the exhibit next. Right. For some reason. Yep. Um, Come up with but, an excuse. Yeah. yeah. Or, I'll, or I'll go to the beach and force myself to get in the cold water. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll do that too. Well, see, see, the cold water doesn't scare her away, CJ. I mean, you know, I mean, we have Florida Springs here, and that's what I was telling the gang earlier that, you know, look, sure, the water's only 72, 74 degrees right now, but it's like 98 degrees in Florida. 87. Uh, <laughs> For the ocean water was 87. The 80s, ocean water's 87. I'm Rachel, talking about air temp, but it's like 98 degrees. Cares about, so yeah, 98 good. degrees. You get into ice water, 75 is like ice then. I know. It'd feel refreshing. Exactly. Barry's Way to cool right. down. Uh, they, they say cool showers are, are good for go you. Go for it then. Jump in there. All right. See these? I'm, like I'm not warm, selling I it. I like warm water too. If I didn't just like grow up in it and get thrown in it as a kid and just yeah. have to like deal with the sheer shock and pain of the coldness, right. I, would, I would not, I would never do it. Really? So you're a warm water wuss 
uh, to your core is what you're trying to say. I think. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Is that, okay. is that what they call? Yeah, yeah, warm water that? wuss. That's the technical term. Look it up in your catalog. I think that's what. There's a section. Warm water wuss. Here's the gear for it. More coming up. Stay close. is the Worldwide Scuba Radio Network. surface interval is complete. You are now clear to dive with Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio. The world's first radio show devoted to diving. Scuba Radio. Dive, dive, dive. I can't believe them dumbass white people out in the middle of the ocean Cuba diving. Shoot. You ain't gonna get me Cuba diving. I'm gonna tell you that damn much right now. I'm too damn fat. I'd mess around and feed all them sharks if I went Cuba diving. If I was a great white, I wouldn't bite you, but I'd swim right next to you. If I was a great white, I wouldn't bite you, but I'd swim right next to you, cause it's my ocean too. So please keep it clean, cause I can be wicked mean, and I got sharp teeth. And if I realize that you don't care about the sea, well that means you don't care about me, oh well. That's fine, I'll just rip you in bloody half this time Yeah, if I was a great white shark Rock. This is the world's first radio show devoted to, I mean, I am Greg the Dime Master That's ABC, uh, by the way, that's what they call him I like that guy Yeah, he's that's a great a good guy one. Good song, uh, you know he he does a lot of uh, stuff for Shark Week, which kicks off uh, here in a couple weeks. Uh, let's see, actually Monday, uh, National Geographic is doing their Shark Fest. They've been doing it. Is it They're already been great. going on? Yeah, well, Monday night on. at ten o'clock whole... Eastern time, they have one featuring uh, Neil Watson Jr. Sweet. When ten is it? p.m. Monday Eastern on uh, National uh, uh, National Geographic as part of their Shark Fest. Matt Geo for the kids. Ten p.m. Eastern. Uh, supposedly is the uh, episode, and they they filmed it in Bimini and did some stuff. Is that with, a new uh, one, Neil? Yeah, cool. Yeah, senior told me about it this week. So uh, Monday at ten Eastern did time. They, yes. Did they have to blip out a lot of the audio? Why? Well, Neil's son, you know, he's it, it's a it's a video show, uh, Barry. So okay, they, you know, there's plenty of editing. They take care of that. They can handle right. people like senior and junior. Junior, yeah. <laughs> He is a little bit more colorful in that regard. Colorful, but he gets a little lippy on this show. Yeah. Well, we get him during happy hour, and that's the problem. Yeah, it Sometimes happens. at the Gomez Hilton, he's made us hit the dump that's cool. button definitely more than that. once. I've been watching it like all week. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. You think they do better than uh, Discovery? I don't really compare them, but yeah. it's, it's smart counter-programming because they go, all right, you guys got Shark Week. We're going to start three weeks before that. Right. Yeah, they're trying to get a jump on it. I mean, they're jump the shark. They're showing stuff that they've, you know, it's older stuff that they've, you know, already aired. Yeah, re- they recycle it's, it's a lot. It's still cool. Yeah, but they, they put in some new ones, and I guess, you know, Monday at 10 p.m. is Eastern is a new there one. There is a good, decent focus on a lot of conservation stuff. and Right. Yeah. It's hard to say. I haven't heard, I haven't heard uh, much about the preview episodes on Shark Week yet. 
But we're still a few weeks away from that one, I believe. And then in August, Jerry, it's you la- follow no, that. No, it's the last no, week of July. Oh, is it the end of July? July? 23rd, I think it starts. Okay. There, well, that's, during, that's right. You during mini season. Jason Momoa's on it. It's always the same week as uh, lobster mini season in Florida. That's right. So there He's you probably go. got the counter going on. Tells him how many hours and minutes and seconds. Aquaman. Uh, Barry, do you have no. a countdown to Jason Momoa uh, no, hosting Shark but I, week? Do, I do have a countdown clock. I could set it for that. Well, okay. You do yeah, you. Sure, Barry. We're not going to judge. Well, actually, we are going to judge you. Of course you do. are. <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah. I don't know. How do they deal with that out in uh, California where you're at, Rachel? I mean, uh, I mean, there's been actually a, quite the uh, shark activity going on around the country and the world, for that matter, for the 4th of July. There's been a lot of incidents. But out there in California, have you been seeing anything? Uh, is shark... You know, Shark Week or just uh, the holiday and all the incidents that pop up on the news when, you know, when the news cycle is a little slow is when they seem to percolate, you know? The only thing that I've really been noticing is more like Stingray articles, which is a totally known thing, but like where I live is the Stingray capital of the world. Really? Um, Yeah, there's more Stingrays here than anywhere. And I've always Hmm. known that because I grew up at the beach because my dad was a lifeguard here yeah and so i've always seen people being treated for stingrays which is a super super hot 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 bucket of water like the hottest water you can possibly stand um usually you get hit in the ankle because like you're walking out in the surf right as a beach goer like that's why i'm not a big surfer is because i have stepped on them but i've never actually gotten stung yeah uh and so but it's it's a concern here and it's a concern when you're diving because if your buoyancy is not right and you're on a sandy bottom and you're just kind of like bouncing, like that, they could they can get you on your yeah, belly of or course, on your hand yeah, yeah. or something. It's a good so, incentive for the new diver. That's yeah, what happened to yeah. Steve Irwin. Well, exactly. yeah, that well, was he wasn't bad. diving, but yeah, exactly. uh, he was well, well, That wasn't a stingray. That was a uh, that was a very. She's talking about these smaller stingrays that people step on at the beach. Right. Well, no, yeah, actually, that is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a, that's, that's the what, one that affects us the most in California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but it was, that was what got Steve Irwin too. That was a stingray. Yep. No, but that was a real huge one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a. Well, they have the bi- you have the big ones and the small ones, don't you, uh, Rachel? Or is he talking about the small little purple colored ones? Is that what you're talking about, or what? The ones in the ocean here. He's totally right. Yeah, he's they're the smaller. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're they're totally smaller. They're small. Yeah, they're small, and you and they, okay. Keep up the size on them. Uh, uh, like, as a dish dish plate, right? Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The one they're that little. got the the other guy that was a huge one, and, and right, and like it, a southern stingray or something. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah and a big yeah. tail with a nice. And yeah, it's they'll get in the you. Heart. Yeah, but they still hurt regardless how big they are. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I yeah. One of my first lessons as a diver was down in the Keys, and my instructor took me down, and uh, my wife and we did our night dive for a checkout. I think it was advanced open water, is what we were doing, and we went diving on a night dive. And sure enough, we see a little small stingray, like you're talking about, not a big one, but a small little one. And and we're like, oh, that's cute. And he's like, yeah, yeah, look at it. It's cute. And he stuck his hand out and like was going to show us, like he petting it. He 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 puts his hand across and whack. And no I way. see him hold his hand, 
and like his uh, palm of his hand and he's like moving his hand around like what happened and you just see him shaking around and stuff and didn't think much about it but uh, as we got back up to the surface he goes oh yeah got me in the in the palm no big deal don't ever touch marine life i was stupid me blah 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 and i'm like okay yeah whatever didn't really think much about it and we went back to our hotel and he had the room next to us and we had just turned out the lights and all of a sudden you hear boom 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 on the side of the wall and i'm like what the heck and i get up and i go out and i knock on his door he says dude call dan i'm in i'm in excruciating pain and <laughs> and he i'm like what and you know this guy was you know well built and everything kind of a big guy yeah. and, and uh and he literally was crying crying and I called uh, I called Dan, and they said, yeah, put his hand in as hot as water as he can stand, and that will help, uh, you know, uh, you know, bring down the stinging cells a little bit until you can yeah. do more. And sure enough, that, that did it, but it was like scalding hot. He had, it, yep. was, it was torture any way you look at it. But I was like, exactly. wow, you talk about learning a uh, lesson. So about, what do they do after the hot water beyond that? Well, it, it kind of neutralizes the stinging cells of the uh, stingrays, yeah. and eventually it'll it, they'll kind of die it, off a it little weakens, bit. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it so. denatures the proteins, apparently. Yeah, they say of of the point or of the venom that's like escalating up your whatever, whatever limb it is that you get hit on. Yeah. So if it doesn't feel like it hurts initially. It will, it creeps up and it will hurt later. Yeah. And so that's always something super important. And I think like the most important thing that people need to remember is if they're ever going in the surf is to do the stingray shuffle. Right. Stingray stingray shuffle. shuffle. That's right. Yeah. If you've never heard of it before, look it up. Like. Well, hopefully that story will uh, help drill it home. Stingray shuffle. As well. Because yeah, it was probably about an hour Yeah, if you kicked them doing that. You can still kick them by accident. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't want to. Usually, they can feel they can feel the movement in the sand if you're shuffling, and they'll scurry off before you get Mm -hmm. to. But let's not forget, if you don't like uh, the person that got stung, uh, you you always fall back on the whole whole urinating on it kind of thing, or bring a hammerhead. Yeah, you know, but that doesn't do anything other than make things uh, mildly amusing for yourself. Uh, But uh, no. Just a little uh, fun tip from your friends here at Scuba Radio. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. Till next time, remember, it's always better. Wear, gang? Downward sweater. Downward sweater. Safe diving, everyone. On the boat or down below, if you want to stay in the know. If you be pressurized there, you'll want to be there on Scuba Radio. Scuba Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Scuba Radio. This seems the logical place for fish to congregate. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past editions of Scuba Radio worldwide over the internet at scubaradio.com. So we're in international waters? Indeed so. Tell a friend and buddy up with your radio every week for Scuba Radio, the world's first radio show devoted to diving. Well, it's all very nice here, but we should be going. I miss me wife and me oxygen. Yes, we all miss our loved ones and gases. Let's go. The opinions you just heard on Scuba Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. Okay, you know, what I just heard 
Blah, 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 blah. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management or advertisers. Come on, quit yanking me. Scuba diving does involve risk and should never be conducted without proper instruction and training. Oh, what's the worst thing that could happen? I could die. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at scubaradio.com.